Hey guys, thanks for coming back or coming for the first time. Um, <laughs> coming for the first time, <laughs> get it? Um, okay, so on this episode, I decided to have my two best friends in the world um, phone in from their respective locations. Um, this is the first Good Friday in years that I haven't been hanging out with my friends because um, I was a church kid in high school. And yeah, we use, it's been a tradition that we party on Good Friday after the Stations of the Cross production. And there's just a lot of traditions that I can't really do right now. So I decided to have my two favorite people in the world be on my podcast because this is kind of how I'm, you know, keeping myself busy and sane right now. So yeah, um, it's a pretty good time. I think we have pretty good chemistry. And yeah, again, I'm editing all this from my cell phone and I don't really know what I'm doing. So the sound quality could be better, but I think that overall these are some pretty entertaining chicks. So please check, stay tuned, not check out, stay tuned. You're already here for my interview with Mal and Tony. Hello. Hey. Welcome. Thanks. How are you? Um, I'm all right. I'm having a pretty uneventful day. <laughs> Feel that. How are you? Fine and dandy, productive, but yeah, I feel that. Oh fuck, productive. There's so many things I could have done today. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, I feel like you definitely sent out a text this morning, being like, I got a lot of things to do. Yeah, I should have done those things. <laughs> quarantine good yeah. friday we're good i really have actually nothing but time to do <laughs> these things i saw a post the other day and it said uh, during quarantine if you don't do all the things that you said you were going to do when you have time like that just shows your lack of discipline and i was like shut up it is quarantine Let we're literally live my- living through an apocalypse <laughs> calm the fuck down yeah, really i was like who are you, stranger on the internet, to tell me that I'm not being disciplined because I'm choosing to binge watch Netflix instead of all of my responsibilities? I don't know. I feel like this is also just like a really stressful time for everybody. And like, yeah. at some point, the pressure to be productive <laughs> needs to stop. That just shows you the society that we're living in where people are like, yes, like a decent amount of the population is dying and we are entering a great depression, but you we're using to have goals. We're using Wawa trucks to store dead bodies. I mean, how much more They're apocalyptic people in Central Park, bro. Wait, no. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that? Oh, that's rough. I read it like a couple times. I don't, I'm like, this can't be real. <laughs> Yikes. I don't know. That's kind of crazy. Now, do you think that when all this is over, they're gonna, I mean, like, are they gonna leave it there? Or are they gonna? No, they're gonna, like, dig them up. And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> so rough. Could you imagine, like, having that story to tell? Yeah, my, uh, unfortunately, my grandfather passed away during the corona outbreak in 2020. Uh truck shipped him down to central park Hello? and uh hey. Oh, hey you're on you're here okay yeah sorry i was having trouble getting to like a quiet place and also yeah, getting you... my getting my airpods to work you okay you good oh, we were talking about burying dead parties dead bodies <laughs> yeah dead bodies in central park oh yeah that's a thing right now i didn't even know that was happening 
Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a new thing as of like uh, yesterday it's or a two new days ago. Thing. It's a yeah. new thing. <laughs> nah, 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 we've been burying dead bodies there for years. <laughs> you guys, you guys are laughing, but we actually have been using Heart Island to bury people for years. Now I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, it's it's historically been a potter's field. Uh, you would know that. You yeah. out of all people would know that. yeah i believe they also buried tb patients there back in the day yeah like Uh, only tb patients no it's been used for like burying all different diseased people i Um, think but i thought it was like an exclusive thing like if um, you have tb you can get in yeah i was reading about the history of of heart island and like it's been used as like a mental asylum and like Just, like, all sorts of, and I think, like, a jail as well. Just, like, every type of bad institution that would be haunted has been there. So, yeah. That's alarming. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's like, I mean, I guess that's its thing now, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's gotta be. (laughs) Dude, somebody call Zach Bagans. Zach Bagans. (laughs) I almost went to his, um... What is it? He has like a museum or whatever, some type of weird attraction. Oh, yeah, he's he making does. way too much money off. When oh, I was yeah, in Vegas, I was like, if I had more than four days in Vegas, unfortunately, <laughs> it's a hundred percent where I would spend some time. Oh, oh my absolutely. god! Absolutely. So he just me. collects cursed uh, cursed items, <laughs> supposedly. <laughs> Tony had me watching like another paranormal show recently. Oh, what? <laughs> and it's like these people that go to like um it, like like all of them like they investigate like haunted homes yeah and the woman was like i heard footsteps and the guy was like footsteps <laughs> and then stomps his feet and goes like that <laughs> and he was like at one time i was in here and the door just flew shut and then he pushes it close oh, and was like, like um, that and for- she goes exactly <laughs> For reference, uh, this show was The Dead Files. The Dead Files? Yeah. Can you explain the plot of it? Because I don't really know. Um, I was very high for that. Yeah. (laughs) That was part of why I put it on when you were. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's the show about this, like, blonde woman who goes into houses and is supposedly a psychic. And oh, great. <laughs> she she just goes around and like talks about all of the various ghosts and spirits that are in the area. <laughs> and then the my favorite part of the show is that they also have this like ex cop dude. I think he's from like <laughs> Brooklyn. He's got like a really heavy accent and like Perfect. he actually does research into the property. <laughs> oh but, man. But he goes around interviewing people like he's like 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 a crime investigator or something like <laughs> oh, that's, wait is he like underqualified but definitely is like overdoing it or is he like you know i like, think he's place. perfectly qualified All right. actually for what he's doing well no i would love to see someone that really has like no business doing anything and then they show up in like full uniform and they like make themselves to be really important and you're just like dude you're just here for the laughs on this show with this psychic woman closing doors, stomping your feet. But yeah, I amazing. I really love paranormal shows, like just because a lot of the, they're just so ridiculous sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love how in the intro for uh, Zach Bacon's 
I had a paranormal experience. Would you like to tell us about that, Zach? And he says nothing about it. You know, like I don't think I've ever actually I've seen that show so many times. I don't actually know what that experience was, but apparently he had one and it was a dramatic enough to make it like the center of his intro. But don't tell Wait, us about it, Zach, please. But I don't understand. Like, what is Zach being like? I know who he is, but like, what's his background? Like, did he go to great um, question? Type of training, or does he just have this? Show? Okay. <laughs> like, is there school to be a ghost hunter? No. Basically, all that I know is that uh, how Zach Bagans got famous was when he was like younger. I want to say like in his like mid twenties. I don't know. Um, he how caught old a is video. He? He's in like, He's, like 40s, forty, right? Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, um, he caught a video of a brick, like, kind of levitating and flying. Mm-hmm. And I think to this day, that remains to be, like, the most, like, I guess, like, paranormal-y video that he's, I think, ever gotten. The Probably but the anyway, most genuine. The rest of them is just him and Aaron closing doors and shaking things. Yeah, or him true. trying to fight like ghosts. <laughs> That's my oh my god, we do Oh my god, dude, oh my god. dude you're missing out on the fight. episode where he tries to fuck the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> what? Please explain. It was like the Valentine's Day special. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Um, did you see he actually had a really good, like, it was like one of those special, I guess it was like a two-part hour whatever episode, and it was called, I want to say it was Devil House or something, and it was actually really good, and he went to a, he like bought this house that was supposed to be haunted and everything, and like really long story short, by the end of it, he like got really sick, and he was like, my vision has been compromised. And now he wears these glasses that are like two inches thick, like prism glasses, because apparently the demons like took part of his sight or something. <laughs> and it's unreal. Um, yeah, my favorite part about him is really how he developed like, what is it, like advanced asthma for being in like dusty <laughs> places all the time. So now he has to wear that big face mask. Oh my god. It's so good. Why didn't he have like a wife? Or, like... He has a wife? No, he, he does not Okay, he? I think like, everything he we just talked about is pretty clear know, why he doesn't have like, one. Why is, why is this his life? I mean, let's be real, guys. I'm pretty sure that Zach Bagans fucks. Like, <laughs> I, know, I was going like, yeah, to say, fuck. do you think he secretly loves Aaron? <laughs> Wait, Tony. No, because of the way that he always, like, puts Aaron into, like, the, the danger situations. situations. Yeah. True. Do you remember that episode, Tony, that you and I were watching that one time? And you're like, oh, my God, look at this part. And they're laying on a bed together in a haunted house. I remember that. I remember he, he's like, get on the bed and feel these vibrations with Yeah. <laughs> That remains to be one of my favorite clips from the show, like, ever. <laughs> I can't. Oh, that was golden. So yeah. So, listeners, part of why I wanted... Um, also, I'm Googling Zach Bagan's network as I say this. But part of why I wanted um, to have my two best friends on this episode today is because this is the first good friday in years that i will not be getting drunk with my friends 
because when we True. were yeah. when we were in high school, we were like church kids, and, <laughs> and we, we put on stations of the cross, and then we had an after party at my house where I got drunk for the first time, and like we ran out of the church after the production, and then Mal screamed at the top of her lungs, and then the Lord said, "Get lit." <laughs> um sounds like me i can't say i remember that happening but that definitely sounds like me yeah one of my favorite memories from doing stations of the cross was how the guy who was jesus would usually show up to kate's house like still as jesus oh like covered gosh. in fake blood <laughs> i gave we used to go before we were like older when we were freshman yeah we used to go to one of our other friends houses who lived really close to the church and um one of our friends who was Jesus that year also looked super close, but he like showed up before he got painted like Jesus and everything with like, you know, regular or whatever and like sneakers and everything on. But when he went back, his mom was like, don't like, you're going to ruin your shoes and everything. So I wore his shoes to our friend's house and he wore my flip flops and ran back to his house. And then we all, <laughs> and then so he like had to go back and like shower. And it was a whole big thing because apparently getting this blood and this dirt and everything because the stigmata we did all the the like the slashes and everything so like apparently getting all that paint off takes a long time that's commitment to like the church to the lord <laughs> i mean he like died I on a cross that. for us so like i get it yeah I get the commitment. You know, it makes sense <laughs> yeah but yeah we would literally have to paint like the guy's like whole body sans like penis region but like <laughs> yeah <laughs> Sans penis region. <laughs> That's only something you could say, Tony. I, <laughs> I miss it. I miss so many traditions. What do you guys miss the most, like, in this quarantine state? Like, um, like be, not being able to do or, like, miss from when we were in high school doing stations? This time? No, no. Like, what do you miss? Like, because, like, this is just an example of something we're missing out on right now. So, like, what mm-hmm. other, like, like, things due to quarantine. And then um, what do you miss the most about? <laughs> Continue. I was supposed to go to New York City for like three pretty big like events in March. One of them and was then totally I my got show. to do none of them. One of them was your show, yeah. I, I'm uh, upset the other about ones, that as well. Yeah. Yeah. The other ones were uh, I was going to go to a live podcast of Truanon with my with my boyfriend and the other one was St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day, which is which is Mel's birthday. Yeah, so I think yeah, I think Mal's she's birthday. the most upset. My about quarantined. That. I mean, like, what you, did you do for your quarantine? So birthday? I mean, you guys knowing me, like, it really wasn't that bad because I am I am everyone's favorite homebody because all I like to do is stay home. Um, mm-hmm. But I ended up. We had a pretty good night actually. I was my whole family's home, so. We ordered some food from an Irish pub that we love, and yeah. we got some drinks and stuff, and we had, like, family game night, and it was actually super cute, and we all hung out, and we had brownies, because my mom was like, you want cake? And I was like, mm, let's spice it up this year. I mean, the world's going to shit, so, like, let's do brownies. So, yeah. we had brownies, and we actually had a really good time, but I would like to get together and hang out yeah. after quarantine to celebrate, and I have the feeling that it's going to be... Uh, Happy St. Patrick's Day slash birthday slash Easter slash Cinco de Mayo, however long this thing lasts. So I, I, I had a good time, but I definitely think I'd like to have big friends get together, hang out. Yeah, I, um, I'd say like 
aside from comedy and school, I miss getting drunk with my friends the most. Probably the most. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I like I realized like so heartfelt. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I realized the other day that um it almost like the idea of hanging out in like a large group of people like we used to almost feels like alien. Yeah. Like, because it's been so long. Yeah, quarantine is, like, kind of weirding me out because I've had this conversation with a few people. I feel like we're turning to the point where we've been in this for, what, three, four weeks, give or take how long, you know, you want to count everything. Um, But everything's starting to feel normal now. Like, it's starting to feel really normal to not be allowed to go to restaurants or not go and hang out with your friends. And the normalcy of video calls and doing stuff like this, um, you know, like not being with each other to do something. It's just like kind of weirdly how I feel like it should be now. Like it's getting too yeah. like, comfortable. So I'm kind of interested to see how everything's going to be when we come out of this, because you think people are going to just jump to the occasion. I mean, like we're all going to jump to the occasion today. So let's be real. But yeah. are yeah. people going to be like afraid and still not leave? Are they going to have to find this new normal of what used to be? Will it be the same normal? It's just weird. I feel like oh, there's, there's absolutely the going to be some people. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I feel like out of this trio, like I'm probably the most extroverted and like, because for me like I didn't just go out once in a while I was out like nightly like I was at a bar doing comedy every night of the week yeah. so I was I, gonna say well that's so your career really as well yeah so I really can't adjust to this like being home thing like it yeah. is like it's just I'm like no this is not starting to feel normal for me like at all and I don't think that it will right so um Kate may I ask you other than like podcasting how are you continuing with comedy when you can't have an audience good question Tony. like oh yeah, yeah. Good question but i'm like like a lot there like zoom shows and stuff I didn't did. you bomb yeah. really hard did i read that on facebook oh yeah i like um yeah i like so my professor was having like the stand-up um midterm for her class and i was um i was zooming in as an audience member and like these kids only got like a month of stand-up class oh. so like and now they're like doing zoom so like they feel fucking awkward and she was like kate will you like start us off <laughs> and i like hadn't expected to do it and i hadn't done stand-up in like weeks and i was like okay oh boy and it's like i mean yeah i bombed but everybody bombed like i had i was definitely like one of the probably the best one out of like everybody and like i don't know it was like but like as rough as it was it was so nice to be telling jokes um, yeah i can so, see that so like aside from that i'm writing a lot <laughs> and um, oh, that's cool you used to do that a lot when you were younger right no i don't mean like that like i'm <laughs> oh, not like, like writing so i wish no i'm i'm writing like i'm writing material uh, like i'm writing jokes and i'm watching like a lot of stand-up like i watched like four quick. specials in two days but that's it remember everyone if you try hard enough you can find kate's fan fictions from middle school potentially what? you can't what my you fan can't? fiction no i don't have you never any posted them anywhere stories. i never did no, no weren't they always on like huh. loose leaf or something what a loss always on what like loose leaf this is going so well that we should just be on all the time just saying <laughs> yeah. i like this i'm liking this a lot i'll definitely have you guys back like on. doing this <laughs> and like being a part of it i feel like i'm listening to it and i'm like this is already golden like i'm so here for this <laughs> <laughs> wait look can i ask what episodes have each of you listened to thus far 
I want your opinion. I only uh, got to do the first one so far because I I've just been like running around trying to yeah, do a bunch of work no, and stuff. Yeah. But I really like as you know, I text you about it. I really loved the first one because I thought it was a good start to like the get to know you, but I was definitely excited for it to be more of a conversation because I think you mm-hmm. have good conversation with people and it's a good back and forth. So I was excited for, to hear that, but I didn't get to listen to them yet. Okay. Um I have only really heard the sex work episode, and I just really enjoyed that because it was very informative. I suppose is the word. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Most it was of them interesting really to like hear that. an inside inside perspective. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to listen. That to was a very interesting topic. I I I want everyone to not listen to the second episode. I've which one's the second one? Louis C.K. Okay. Um. So I've tried deleting it because I just like decided I didn't mm. like it. But um, I also feel like it wouldn't interest you guys that much because you're not. Well, I don't know you're. Mal's a comedy. I fan, but watch it's... stand up and comedy specials a lot, and okay, I like so it was my review. Okay. I well, so yeah, it was my review of his latest special, which is like, it was it it slaps honestly. It's awesome. I'm down. Real, I will watch that fan. and then <laughs> listen to your thing. <laughs> okay it wasn't that good I feel like I didn't like do like a good job thinking of what I wanted to say and it wasn't as art- I wasn't as articulate as I could have been and I kind of decided afterwards I didn't like it and I can't believe it now <laughs> you know what that, that was pretty typical for something to happen to you no offense yeah I know yeah yeah you live and you learn but yeah um getting back on uh, not that we have a topic but <laughs> back on topic um Mal. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Do you have any like uh some good stories from uh Kate's childhood? From her childhood. I know that I know that I know I know that we've from her do. childhood. Are you guys just gonna tell stories? Yeah. I, I'm in, I mean, I'm do you want stories? That. We could have a conversation. We could just go back and forth. We could tell high school yeah. stories. I don't know. We got a lot. We got years of friendship built up. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We have, we have some high school the stories. The three of us have known each other for three years. Like Mal and I, like our neighbors. Like I've known her since I was yeah. two. And I, I locked Tony in a toy chest in kindergarten. Like we Yeah, are, it's true. It runs She was deep. my kindergarten bully. I wasn't, I wasn't, it wasn't really me. It was another girl who was That's like, fair. you were totally willing to get in. And then the other girl like locked you in. And I was like, I want to be away from this situation. I feel it. Oh my gosh. We had some good times, man. Okay. Well, it was your idea. Do you want to tell? Yeah, Tony, what you got? You have, Tony? Um, yeah. Yeah, what was really like kind of permeating my mind a little bit is uh the uh how we would kind of like role play, play pretend growing now, up. You need to and, elaborate because um, just saying how we would role play needs a lot of <laughs> All right, all right, all right. So we would make up like these elaborate stories on the playground about like how it varied by yeah. day. Like yeah, you we have like magical pretend. powers, yeah. that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um but Kate, for some reason, and bear in mind, I was six years old. Uh, so was she. She really, really wanted her husband in every single game <laughs> to be Orlando Bloom. <laughs> this was a very pervasive thing. She made it clear to everyone every day. He was the father of all of my baby dolls. Like, yeah. I, I loved him. Um, but yeah, like... The thing, the thing was, was that like, when I was six years old, I did not know who that was. <laughs> Same. <laughs> like, no one did. Wait, Tony, are you going where I was gonna go with this? 
Um, <laughs> you, 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 you say it because this was your experience. In... <laughs> Before I knew who Kate was talking about as a first grader, I would often picture Orlando Bloom as just being like a very generic man, but Mal pictured something else. So, <laughs> so <laughs> obviously, Kate would talk about, you know, Orlando Bloom and this and that, whatever. And in my mind, she was 100% talking about someone that we would all know, Orlando Brown, <laughs> who was on that so even as and apparently gets in trouble with the law now and wears cat eye contact, contacts and we had a conversation about this a few weeks ago and I told her that this is what I thought and I laughed cried for so long because she, she searched him now and found his rap career oh yeah he just like has these weird allegations against like I think there was some weird thing with him and Nick Cannon recently where he was like yeah he said that he sucks <laughs> Nick Cannon's dick and Nick Cannon sucks his dick and then Nick Cannon was like I'm gonna use this as a moment to teach everybody about mental illness and all this stuff <laughs> And then he's like, I've never met Orlando, but you know, like my heart goes out to him, all this stuff, right? And then um, we find pictures of the two, and by, by we, I mean like the internet, like I did not do that much research. And um, yeah. there were pictures that came up of the two of them from, I don't know, years ago, maybe like early 2000s at an award show, whatever it was. And someone was like, oh, so Nick Cannon's lying about this. So like little eye emojis like uh what else is he lying about this is the real drama yeah and i I was like really here for it i gotta say so um (laughs) yeah so anyway long story short i definitely thought that kate was in love with eddie and you like made fun of me for it i don't know i just like i didn't really like him like he was great as eddie giving props for that but, like, I just didn't see it and I didn't understand it. I was like, I can't really whatever. But then finding out that he definitely has a criminal record, now I get it. You know, like, now I... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I sent, I wow. sent Kate. That does sound, like, I right s- up my alley. I sent her the mugshot today and I was like, well, he has a mugshot, so I, you might be interested now. <laughs> I don't know if Orlando Bloom has, or Orlando Bloom has a record, but, I mean... Tony was like my whole childhood. I didn't know who he was, and then I figured out he's the guy from Pirates of the Caribbean. And yeah. I was like, honestly, if there was anyone that my nerdy self would have been obsessed with, it's the guy from Pirates of the but Caribbean. That... No one else is in <laughs> The other thing that confused me is yeah, we would true. talk about him being in it, and I was like, in my head, like Eddie was not in the Pirates of the Caribbean. It's because. It's because Lord of the Rings was my favorite movie, and he played Legolas. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I did not see Lord of the Rings, so I was a little bit older. So I distinctly remember the revelation of, oh my god, it's that guy from the Pirates of the Caribbean. He's a stud. Honestly, we like looked at him now, and I was like, I don't know why this was the man. (laughs) But he is. He he I think he still like genuinely rules my heart. He's having a baby with another baby yeah. right now. But wow. But he has <laughs> he has a baby with like another Does he really? Baby, so I, I don't think this will last. Yeah, he was married. He was married to a supermodel and they had like a child. What? Yeah, was... Miranda Kerr. Kate, was this model. was this when we were kids? 
Because I feel like I vaguely remember you talking about it and being. Upset. I know it was definitely when we were younger. I definitely. Yeah. It could have been like within. It's probably been the last ten years. We were kids like then. I, I mm. know I was upset. Okay. I also just realized another celebrity relationship that I never knew existed. I found out today, and I don't know if you'll know who both of these people are. You probably will. I found out that Carmen Electra was married to Dave Navarro. I don't know who Dave Navarro is. Have you ever seen Ink Master? I've heard of it. Kat Von D, right? No. Never mind. (laughs) It's another tattoo person. No. Well, anyway. (laughs) He's, he's, he was in a band or something, and now he, like, hosts Ink Master, but he's not a tattoo artist, and I'm just really frustrated by that because I love Ink Master, and I just really wanted to get on that topic, but we're not going there, I can see. I think, no, (laughs) I think it's it's interesting that you use that example, because you understand, like, Orlet. Carmen Electra was to my father what Orlando Bloom was to me. Hey, no way. Call up, call up college board. We got another analogy for you. Yeah. God. Like my dad, like the her and Jen Aniston. I don't know. Like my dad was like all the celebrities that he ever talked about were always blonde, but he never. I don't know him to have dated any blonde, so that's weird. That's pretty interesting, actually. My mother is not blonde. <laughs> no. So. No. Your mother may or may not be Italian. My mother is very not blonde. She is very <laughs> not blonde. <laughs> she, no. She's a very, a very dark-featured lady. Wow. Oh, what a good laugh. So, I just, it, I, like, I'm convinced that it's still Orlando Brown, just so you know. Do you guys have any crushes? Like, did you guys have any celebrity crushes that are embarrassing? Embarrassing? Yeah, like um, kind of cringy now. Like when you were like a kid, uh, they were like, "Oh, when I was a kid, I had a huge crutch on a uh, Draco Malfoy." Oh, that I feel that he's hot. yeah, Tom Felton. <laughs> Tom Felton, yeah. I feel like a lot of people thing. had that and were just scared to say it, though. Absolutely, I think so too. <laughs> I'm trying to but that that's totally your crush. He's totally your type. Yeah, your nerd. Like that yeah. makes total sense. Definitely. I cannot think of anyone, but if I do, you will be the first to hear about it. Okay. <laughs> I do a lot of embarrassing um, things, so I'm sure there's got to be something in the deep depths. Oh. Oh. Another weird one is uh, <laughs> when I was a kid, I don't know if this counts as a celebrity crush, but I always had a thing for, uh, what is it, Link from The Legend of Zelda in every game. <laughs> <laughs> I like I remember seeing him in specifically like Twilight Princess and being like, wow, this guy is pretty good looking. <laughs> That's so I never played Legend oh, of Zelda. Legend of Zelda games. Ocarina of like- Time all day, every day. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, what about I... cartoon crushes? I was into <laughs> Ooh. Oh, what's his name from Treasure oh! Planet? Jack? Something. Oh, Jim. Jim. Jim what? Jim Hawkins. Jim Hawkins. Okay, yeah. someone explain to me now that we're here. Um, what what is this weird like crush? What's his name? Barry from B movie. What is that whole big weird <laughs> oh, internet oh. thing? Is that Tony, a thing? I know that's, you that's a joke. That's it. a joke. <laughs> that whole thing is like it, it's it's an ironic type of thing. B movie has been a joke 
for years yeah, now. Yeah. No, it has, but <laughs> I was worried. I thought it was a good movie. Am I? I love the movie, and Tom and I saw it together in theaters. That was a good time. Uh, <laughs> yes, really? when we were kids, your mom took us to go see it. <laughs> when we were kids, we all God saw bless. Um, Ice Age. <laughs> we were the too. only ones in the theater. Was, was it- um, yeah. <laughs> and then we went to McDonald's. Sounds about right. <gasps> Tony, do you remember the time yeah. your mom took us to Wendy's and we got those Frosties and they were really small? So she yelled at the guy. Oh my God. My mom, my mom can very much be a Karen. I like oh, a yeah. Karen archetype. Like, like, I'm I'm a Karen to be honest with you. Like I'm a Karen in the making. So I'm Karen in the like, making. Like, I, I am, but the thing is, I mean, I, I can work, see that. I work service, and so like when I'm receiving bad service, like to the point where I'm upset and I can't be understanding, then something. But I feel like the way that you, you know? critique yeah. is like, because you're in that position, whereas like the Karens of the world are just because they're terrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it comes from more of a place of privilege. Yeah. But um That's... yeah, my mom is absolutely the type of person to like go and like it, the like the example that Mal just gave, like they gave us she ordered like a <laughs> like a put it a small frosty and like the ones that they gave us were like a shot so glass small. of frosty. <laughs> Those are like the junior ones. It, yeah. yeah, it was like a shot glass of a of a Wendy's frosty. And so we were in the drive-thru too and I think my mom actually like went and like I, did she go inside the restaurant to complain I don't really remember I can see I do remember she did get out of the car right tell you exactly what happened okay because I love this story so pulls up to the window where we get it right and I don't know if they were free or there was some discount because like, there was a reason that we were getting them and that it was like that size and yeah. <laughs> she looks at it and looks back at us and goes are you kidding me are you kidding me do you know <laughs> these are not little girls and then she goes to the guy or well, whoever it was at the um thing how we, old were you? I want to say sixth grade, fifth or sixth grade. And we were sitting yeah. in the back of the car. And so she was like, look at these girls. No, no. I want you to look at them. And she looked out the window. So that they oh, my God. Yeah. Goes, they are not little. I was like yes. trying to hide my face. And she was like, I they are not that. little girls. Yeah. And then she got <laughs> us. Um, she was very generous. Your mom always so super sweet. And so she got us larger sizes. Yeah. And she's like, I mean, that's just pathetic. Look at these. What are these little pipsqueaks? What do they want you to sip them in <laughs> one sip? And she was very upset about it. And like, I get it. But she, I, I feel like, you know, it was a really small size. But if it was a promotional, then like, I kind of get it. But it was really, yeah, really yeah. funny. And like, your mom was just so like, no, these girls want Frosties. We're getting Frosties. Like, so gung-ho for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I still have to, like, talk my mom down sometimes when she gets, like, Aww. really upset about something like that. My mom's like, like that, too. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like it's just this thing, once you hit a certain age, you're just, like, assertive, and you don't yeah. give a fuck anymore. Like, like, because you're not, you're definitely, even the Karens definitely weren't Karens at, like, 22. Like, Oh, probably not. No, like, it happens, like, I feel like 
it's just a thing once you once you like pop out your first kid or like have your first baggage <laughs> like you just don't care oh anymore gosh. yeah I can see that wow no that was such a um, good memory though like it, it's so funny it's oh, so yeah. on brand that similar story about uh another adult in my life this time oh. my neighbor um <laughs> <laughs> this is all we need oh, to hear yes. know who you're talking about yeah um there was an excellent time when we were in high school in which so mal was driving uh i was in the passenger seat kate's in the back and my so neighbor weird. walks by and She's walking her chihuahua. She's wearing a leopard print robe and she walks in front of the car. It's <laughs> night. We're parked and talking. <laughs> and without really any warning, she just kind of mooned us. She just flashed us her, her ass. <laughs> <laughs> Matt was like, I think I need to call someone. Yeah. So, but like, yeah. Her neighbor to... is like insane. Like it was so like it was surprising, but it was also like it was also very on brand. Thought, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought you were going to tell the <laughs> other story of her in your kitchen when a bunch of our friends were there. Oh my god! I thought, or we were going to talk about the time she hit on oh, one of our male friends. The same friends. day is the time yeah. that I'm talking about, but I don't yeah. think so. Um, but. Mel, what do you you remember from that day? I got there late, so I don't have all details. But this neighbor of Tony's, um, she, like, Tony's neighbors were all pretty close for the most part. Like, they would come over, hang out. They had a really good, like, community base going there. Yeah. Um, So, like, it wasn't out of character for any of them to just show up, start chilling, literally themselves a plate, hop on in, just, like, sit down, whatever. And we were... Yeah. Tony's house was, like, the place where we would always go to hang. So... A bunch of our friends went there one night. I don't remember what year it was. Maybe senior year. Whatever. And we were sitting in the kitchen. And like I said, I got in there late. So your neighbor was already there. Same one. And she was definitely drunk. And just hanging out. Whatever. (laughs) And then all of a sudden she started telling us about how she was on a dating app. And how she uh, was going to go on. Yes. Vladimir. She was going to go a date with this guy she met named Vladimir and she was like but when I think of Vladimir I think of Vladimir Putin Ooh! and then she started getting like kind of sexual with it and she was like rad and Vladimir started pretending like she did like a motion where she was like a uh, cowboy with a who lasso gets in sexual when they think of Vladimir <laughs> Putin I mean he takes a lot of excellent shirtless photo ops <laughs> but so I don't know of himself so she, like riding horses so she and just shit. had this whole thing going about like Ryan Vladimir Putin and we were all just sitting there jaws <laughs> dropped and we were like oh my god and she thought it was the greatest thing on earth like she was very proud of that yeah and we were like oh. <laughs> yeah we were like young like not yeah. that young but definitely not definitely not like, like an not age appropriate, appropriate yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was the time. Um, <laughs> so what was the but, time uh, you're referring to, Kate? What was certainly... No, it was, like, yeah, it was me and, like, Nick and Jack, like, and Tony. And, like, it was... We picked up Tony and, like, I don't know why. I don't know what possessed us. To- we were getting mm-hmm. Sonic or something. We were getting and Sonic. Nick bought Sandy some Sonic and I guess like, I don't know if she hit on him before that who did she that, hit on? I don't know why we went inside oh, Nick Nick, <laughs> like, like specifically um, Nick I, like, 
I do remember. Cause she like, cause after, cause we like, we were there, we talked to them and then like we left. And I know that Sandy like sent Taunt Tony like a message. Like what she wanted. Like like, an address Nick. And then we came back and then she, I don't know. She started showing us like all her favorite songs. No. She danced to Suspicious (laughs) Minds by Elvis. I, Kate, you're, you're forgetting the part where, um, she was again, clearly drunk and also was like, all right, guys. I'm gonna like rap because I'm young like you guys. And oh. she I, I believe I believe like she asked like Nick or Dan to put on Kanye West or something. It was Nick, yeah. 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 Dan wasn't there. It was literally <laughs> us, Nick and Jack. Like, uh, I don't Dan wasn't there. Okay. It it, it was kinda weird. I don't know why it was that, but yeah. it was. Wow. <sighs> but yeah. <laughs> she was like trying to like sing to Nick. It was it was interesting. I don't understand what is her life. I'm okay not like, understanding that. I she's gonna let it happen. I, I get it, honestly. And you get it? Yeah, I do. I mean she she inherited a, a well, I don't wanna go into the details of her life, but she inherited a company from her father, so she kind of makes a decent amount of money. She's single, she's got cats, uh she collects gemstones. Like, uh, she's definitely quirky, but it's what she likes. So, Let her live uh, her life. Right. I'm here for it. Not her. <laughs> she's yeah, not, yeah. like, a bad person or a mean person at all. She just is, like, kind of crazy. No, she's just, she's not. She's just, she's just she's insane. Just, yeah, a little bit like, insane. <laughs> but no, my, I was at your house. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> I was at your house for Christmas Eve. And your other neighbor was over. And she, and apparently... She and Sandy have beef now. Oh yeah, they've been they've been they've been feuding for a while now. Like Sandy, like Sandy, like hid like this woman's garage. Like this is such suburban middle aged women like beef. Yeah, the beef about the garage sale sign is actually still going on, and this I think I think this happened like last summer or something. So, <laughs> guys, my dinner is ready, I so I, I have to depart. But I want I want you guys to know that Zach Bagan's net worth is thirty million dollars. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. expect anything less. Thank God, honestly. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so yeah. much for this. This was a good yeah, time. Thank you for us. having us. Content for my listeners. This has been my longest well, episode if thus you far. Want oh, wow. more of us? I mean, yeah. we got stories for years. So. Yeah. Sign yeah, up. of course. Yeah, I'll too. have you on again. Right. I loved it. Love you. All right. All right. I love you guys. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Bye.